Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Montgomery County, outer loop still a bit heavy near Connecticut Avenue and River Road. Earlier issues at Connecticut and River out of the way now. Lanes and ramps are open. BW Parkway traffic still generally heavy in the vicinity of Greenbelt. Frederick 15 North at Patrick Street. Crash out of the way. Delays linger but easing. In Virginia, on 123 Chainbridge Road southbound near George Mason, tree reported down on the right side, 66 uneventful. Outer loop still heavy near Arlington Boulevard, but the crash after Gallows is clear. 95 northbound, just a bit of slow traffic near Woodbridge and Belvoir with the lanes open. Traffic center is open and presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years under new windows. Visit windownation.com. Dave Doline, WTOP Traffic. Well, let's get your forecast from Steve Rudin. Mild temperatures moving through the evening, although they'll fall through the 60s, eventually the 50s, and then the 40s later on tonight into early tomorrow morning. Clouds will increase on your Saturday. Rain develops late afternoon to the evening, heavy at times overnight. Scattered showers on Sunday with highs only in the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Most of us have left the 70s right now, down to 66 at DuPont Circle, 63 in Germantown. At 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. New tonight. A New York City jury orders Donald Trump to pay more than $83 million in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case. You will hear from two CBS News correspondents who were inside that courtroom. What more have we learned about that stabbing and hit-and-run spree in Prince George's County? We have a live report coming up in three minutes. More federal resources are coming to D.C. to prosecute violent crime. I'm Kate Ryan. A man is found guilty of a deadly shooting in Rockville from a couple of years ago. Why did a local woman get two consecutive life sentences today? The Baltimore Ravens will be playing in the Super Bowl next month if they can beat the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 60 points. At 7 o'clock. Donald Trump told to pay up in defamation trial. $83.3 million. Boeing 737 MAX 9 cleared for takeoff. This will be the first time the planes are coming back into action. Senate border negotiations. Bipartisan talks hit a speed bump. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Writer E. Jean Carroll all smiles, leaving a Manhattan courthouse after jurors decide that former President Trump owes her tens of millions of dollars for defaming her by calling her a liar after she accused him of sexual assault. CBS's Errol Barnett. They feel that based on what they've heard, that not only does Miss Carroll deserve the $65 million to repair her reputation, but in total $83 million. $83 million to stop Mr. Trump from getting in front of cameras, from making posts on Truth Social as it relates to Miss Jean, E. Jean Carroll at all. Carroll calls this a great victory for women and, quote, a huge defeat for every bully who has tried to keep a woman down. Trump calls the defamation ruling ridiculous and promises an appeal. For the first time since a door panel blowout midair, the Boeing 737 MAX has returned to the skies. The first of three flights took off this afternoon, traveling from Seattle to San Diego. CBS News producer Amanda Arden saying before boarding the Alaska Airlines flight. People seem pretty confident. They trust that the plane was inspected. I mean, some people reacted nervously or were like, oh, I wish I didn't know that before catching the flight. But overall, people are kind of like, well, I have to reach my destination. This is the flight I'm on. What am I going to do? I'm not going to cancel my flight. 
There are new concerns that former President Trump and other top Republicans will derail a possible Senate border and foreign aid deal before any details have been laid out. CBS's Willie James Inman. While no text has been released yet, former President Donald Trump, the likely Republican presidential nominee, has already come out against a potential deal. In a letter to House Republicans Friday, House Speaker Mike Johnson also blasted a potential plan, writing in part, if rumors about the contents of the Senate draft proposal are true, it would have been dead on arrival in the House. The U.N.'s International Court of Justice allows a case against Israel alleging genocide in Gaza to move forward, but it stops short of calling for a ceasefire. Justice Joan Donahue. Israel must take measures within its power to prevent and punish the direct and public incitement to commit genocide in relation to the members of the Palestinian group in the Gaza Strip. Israelis are outraged, saying that Hamas massacred 1,200 people in Israel on October 7th. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 60 points. The Nasdaq fell 55. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 here on WTOP, Friday evening, January 26, 2024. Still 66 degrees at DuPont Circle. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We've got a follow-up to that terrifying series of attacks in Prince George's County. Six people were attacked, some stabbed, others hit by a car, still others suffering from both kinds of attacks. Yesterday, a woman is in custody accused of these crimes. WTOP Scott Gelman joins us live after hearing from the Prince George's County Police Chief. Yeah, Dimitri, here outside Prince George's County Police Headquarters, where about 90 minutes ago, Police Chief Malik Aziz detailed what he called a violent crime spree. And one word that kept coming up during the course of this news conference was why. Why was 31-year-old Tanae Stallings-Brown, who was involved in all of this, why did she leave Baltimore and end up in various parts of Prince George's County yesterday in a, in a spree of attacks that involved hit-and-run crashes involved stabbings including one of a 15 year old girl and we heard again from police chief malik aziz who detailed just exactly how horrific this these series of attacks were i've rarely seen a suspect this determined across this length to inflict harm on innocent people it's deeply disturbed and Dimitri, the key word there is innocent people. Again, Police Chief Malik Aziz telling us that the why is very relevant here. It was all random that these people that were targeted by Tanae Stallings-Brown were seemingly just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, ultimately, she was arrested in Baltimore about six hours after the string of attacks happened in Prince George's County. They started around 5 o'clock yesterday, and police also telling us that they are looking into whether she might have done something similar in Baltimore, going to collaborate with Baltimore police. And again, she was taken into custody last night. Stallings Brown was. She now faces multiple charges, dozens of offenses, multiple counts of attempted first-degree murder, among other things. And, Dimitri, we did request the charging documents in this case are not expected to get them tonight, but we'll continue to bring you developments as we learn a little bit more about what unfolded across Prince George's County last night. Reporting live outside police headquarters, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. All right, Scott, card and gun-related crimes in D.C. will get added focus from the Department of Justice now. WTOP's Kate Ryan speaks with the U.S. Attorney about some of the challenges prosecutors face. While recent data from the D.C. Police Department shows carjacking down by 4% compared to last year, the crime is a serious threat to public safety, says Matthew Graves, 
U.S. attorney for D.C. This is incredibly dangerous and we need to send a clear message that it is unacceptable and there'll be severe consequences. But Graves said police and prosecutors are fighting a perception among many young people. There's this belief that it's not that big of a deal. If I get caught, there won't be consequences. And if I wear a mask, I won't get caught. Graves tells WTOP. All of those things are false. The Department of Justice is adding resources that will put federal prosecutors on D.C. violent crime cases. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 706 on WTOP. A woman whose daughter was killed by gunfire in D.C. says she appreciates that the district is getting more federal support to fight crime. But Tyrese McAllister also says that broader issues need to be addressed involving young people and guns. We're not addressing the mental health issues. We're not addressing the adverse childhood experiences that make children act out and carry guns in the first place. McAllister attended a summit on gun violence today on Capitol Hill sponsored by Maryland Congressman Glenn Ivey. 18-year-old Ayanna McAllister was killed in 2017 in Northeast D.C. She'd come home from college to her parents' home in Maryland during spring break. A Silver Spring man is found guilty in a deadly shooting from about two years ago in Rockville. Prosecutors say it was a marijuana deal gone bad that led to this killing. 24-year-old Malik Jefferson was convicted of second-degree murder in the death of 22-year-old Jose Osvaldo Janeo Romero of Rockville. Jefferson now faces a maximum of 75 years in prison when he's sentenced in May. Another man, 20-year-old Jackson Garcia, has already been convicted of first-degree murder in the case. He could be in prison for the rest of his life once he's sentenced next month. A McLean, Virginia woman convicted twice in the 2017 deaths of two of her family members has now been given two consecutive life sentences. Back in September, a jury found Megan Hargan guilty of the shooting deaths of her mother, 63-year-old Pamela Hargan, and her sister, 23-year-old Helen Hargan. Prosecutors say that Megan Hargan staged the crime scene to look like a murder-suicide committed by her sister. She was found guilty a couple of years ago, but a judge threw out the verdict after learning a jury member did outside research. Hargan has maintained her innocence. We broke the record today with the temperature at Reagan National reaching 80 degrees or more. People have filled the streets enjoying this weather. Sam's self-serve car wash on Branch Avenue is packed. Mike scrubbing away with that foaming brush. What kind of condition was your car in before today? Pretty rough in the winter? Oh, yeah, a lot of salt on it. Justin Sock took his son to Langston Golf Course to hit the driving range. Taking advantage of the weather, definitely. This guy had been cooped up for a while, and he definitely wants to get outside. Yvonne's Cater Jr. there as well. Today I'm actually keeping them somewhat straight. A lot of runners also out on the National Mall. You loving the warm weather? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly... I wish I loved it more right now because I am not used to it. They even broke out the ice cream in the WTOP newsroom, but I didn't get any. Want to lick? Psych. You want them? Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Well, coming up here on WTOP, the latest look at inflation by the Fed. Not as fun as ice cream, but maybe kind of important. <laughs> Stay with us on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We have Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, this Friday rush hour is definitely not over yet. Inner loop of the Beltway delays start before St. Barnabas Road. Both main and express lanes getting to the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. The crash was in the through lanes. I should say through lanes there. And it is now out of the roadway and should be on the shoulder, but it is getting a lot of attention. Uh, very slow again. Delays are starting after Branch Avenue and before St. Barnabas Road. On westbound Route 50 at the Beltway, crash has been along the right side in Prince George's County. And Outer Loop Beltway at 450, that one's out of the roadway. Had one, uh, something stopped on the ramp from the Outer Loop to Connecticut Avenue. I believe that is out of the roadway. So things are starting to ease up there. 
Outer Loop after River Road. Truck is on the right shoulder, still getting attention. And uh, in Virginia, 95 northbound after Triangle and before Dumfries, there is a crash along the left side. This is on the northbound side of 95. And on Route 7 at uh, 7 Business and Loudon Street west of Leesburg, a crash there. And 123 between Campus Drive and Braddock Road has a downed tree. And that is affecting traffic southbound on 123 as you get by to the left. And I believe the signals are affected there as well. It may be dark on 123 at Braddock Road. Meanwhile, traffic on 66 is doing okay both ways. Uh, we still have some volume delays and spots, but uh, that hasn't cleared out as of yet. WTOP traffic studio furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, and now we're going to Steve Rudin, 7 News First Alert, meteorologist. After a day of record-breaking warmth across the DMV, temperatures will slide to the 40s overnight and into early tomorrow morning. Clouds will increase during the day on Saturday, so any glimmers of sunshine you see early in the day will quickly disappear as rain develops by late afternoon and early evening. High temperatures will be in the 50s, still above normal for this time of year. Moderate to heavy rain tomorrow night and into early Sunday morning. Temperatures on Sunday will be in the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Still nice and warm for late January. DuPont Circle 66, Germantown 63, Annandale 67 degrees. Some parts of our area could be eventually getting down to the 40s tonight, kind of back down to reality here. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Now, money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Core personal consumption inflation fell to just 2.9% in December, approaching the Fed's inflation target. Levi Strauss is cutting 15% of its workforce. That's 3,000 jobs. Salesforce is cutting another 700 jobs. American Airlines revives its non-stops from Reagan National to Bermuda in April, a route it suspended almost four years ago when the pandemic began. The Dow gained 60 points Friday. The S&P 500 lost three. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. The Nasdaq and S&P did fall as we heard, snapping a six-day win streak, but they both gained for the week. This Saturday at Ashley, save up to $1,000 on America's top mattresses, plus up to 72 months financing and rapid delivery. Visit homestores.store for details. Well, coming up on WTOP, we're following the breaking news from that New York courtroom today. And tonight, Donald Trump ordered to pay more than $83 million. Details from a pair of CBS News correspondents who were inside the courthouse as that verdict was read. And then they spoke to us from right outside the courthouse a little earlier. Stay with us on WTOP, your breaking news traffic and weather station. Here's Oleg Tarkovsky, the Director of Behavioral Health Services at CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the discussion, Advancing Healthcare with CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield. Sponsored by CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield. Mental health is something every one of us has to some degree or another. It's our ability to deal with day-to-day ups and downs, and ultimately for most people, the ability to persevere through tough times. Mental illness, on the other hand, is a set of diagnostic criteria for which you can get diagnosed with a mental disorder. And so mental disorder, mental illness, sometimes used interchangeably, things like major depressive disorder, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, those are mental disorders. And so when it comes to the state of behavioral health in this area, I think the state of behavioral health is fairly strong. Um, 
despite of what we often see on the news, read in newspapers, most people most of the time are doing fairly well. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Coming up later this half hour, Jeff Bezos just had a party, a birthday party, but what did people give him for gifts since he really is the man who has everything? Stay with us a few more minutes. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful. For. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, <laughs> a lot better life. It was because of Optima Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go it alone. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 715. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. A jury has awarded an additional $83.3 million to longtime advice columnist E. Jean Carroll, who says former President Trump damaged her reputation by calling her a liar after she accused him of raping her in a dressing room at a Manhattan department store in the 90s. Tonight's verdict raises to more than $88 million the amount that the former president must pay after another jury last May awarded her five mil over the claims that Trump raped her in that department store in 1996 and defamed her. This defamation trial was over things that Donald Trump said about Carol while he was president. Trump vows to appeal. Carol says it's a victory for every woman who stands up when knocked down. CBS anchor Lana Zack spoke with correspondents Errol Barnett and Graham Cates on CBSN. They were in that courtroom today and then jumped right outside the courthouse to speak. I think the headline here is that a jury here in New York found that comments Trump made as president as it relates to E. Jean Carroll and her then claim of sexual abuse have come back to bite him and come back to bite him big time to the tune of 65 million dollars just for punitive damages. That's that component of this ruling. And I want to call your attention, as Ms. Carroll's lawyer did, the last sentence of her closing argument echoed the phrases that President Trump made from the White House when he denied the allegations. The final thing the jury heard from Ms. Carroll's team was that now is the time to make him pay for it, and now is the time to make him pay for it dearly. Because when Trump denied that he sexually assaulted Ms. Carroll, he said that it was made up and that people like that who make up sexual assault allegations should pay for it and that they should pay for it dearly. That was the evidence. That was central to the punitive component of this case. And now that the jury has decided in total that Miss Carroll should be awarded, what, $83 million, the key question now is, will this work? Does this stop Donald Trump from bringing up her name, from denying that he knew her, and from saying that she was just seeking money? That now remains the open question for a man who proved that he could keep his composure in a federal courtroom despite a previous ruling uh, worth $5 million from a civil jury here in New York that found him liable of sexual abuse and defamation. So quite a stunning development here. 
And Graham, what of that question? Where does the former president go from here? I think that's what we're we're trying to find out, right? Is if if by tomorrow, which is what happened the first time, if, if by tomorrow he's repeated something similar to what's already been uh, ruled to be defamation, then it's entirely possible that we we come back here again next year because that's kind of the precedent that's been set at this point. They were saying their pitch to the jury was choose a number that will make him stop saying defamatory things, and now we all have to sit back and see will he stop. And the thing that's really complicated about that is he's running for president. So along the way, people are going to ask him about the sexual abuse finding, about the two defamation findings, about the combined $88.3 million across the two trials that he's now been levied as penalties for his defamation and the sexual abuse. And he has to figure out how to respond to that without creating more defamation, or he can keep doing what he has been doing, uh, according to Carol's attorneys and according to two juries now at this point, which is continuing to defame her. And I think that's really a big question coming out of this. CBS News correspondents Graham Cates and Errol Barnett soon after the verdict in the Trump-Carroll defamation damages trial came down in New York tonight. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, 95 northbound after Triangle, the crash is now on the right shoulder, but they may at times block the right lane, so be alert for that. Still a bit of a slowdown there coming north on 95. Southbound, things are clearing out nicely on 95. A couple of slow spots here and there. 66 looks all right. And Interloop runs pretty well through Tyson's Outer Loop to the Wilson Bridge. Not a big deal, but Interloop is a different story. Interloop delay still starts at St. Barnabas Road getting to and across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Crash in the through lanes is reported to be on the left shoulder now, uh, but still very slow in both the main and through lanes uh, getting past the crash. On westbound 50 at the Beltway, the crash is out of the road. 95 at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. There's some brief volume delays here and there. 270 is without delay. And southbound on DC 295 from Burroughs, very heavy to East Capitol Street. No incidents reported in the roadway. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique. But you're not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MADD.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, we are going to Steve Rudin, 7 News, first alert meteorologist this evening. Record-breaking warmth across the DMV today. We hit 80 degrees for the all-time warmest daytime high in January on record. Temperatures will fall to the 40s overnight and into early tomorrow morning with just passing clouds. Clouds will increase throughout the day tomorrow with rain developing late afternoon and early evening. Highs will be in the 50s. Sunday, scattered showers, 44 to 49 degrees. And moving into the day on Monday, it becomes windy with highs in the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Alexandria. 66, Penn Quarter 69, Columbia 61, down to the 40s again, which is going to feel quite cold as we really did warm up today to 80 degrees, breaking a record at Reagan National. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, heating and air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead, do we know anything more about the possible move of the Capitals and Wizards out of D.C. and into Alexandria? The latest developments for you on the way. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids, no matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. 
TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Transparency and trust makes buying a car at Fitzgerald Subaru Gaithersburg and Rockville a great experience. It all begins with a low price in writing posted on the window of every car. There's no haggling to get the low price or to know the monthly payment. It's all right there on the window. No haggle, no hassle. Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. Call 888-FITZMALL today. Transparency you can trust. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. Great to have you here tonight at 723 on WTOP. The man responsible for investigating accusations of sexual harassment by a former Montgomery County Middle School principal says he's been reinstated to his job. Khalid Walker says Montgomery County Public Schools leadership retaliated against him by removing him from his position in the fall after he told external investigators higher-ups in the school system pressured him to write a report clearing former principal Joel Beidelman of harassment claims. This even though Walker says he found evidence that the former Farquhar Middle School principal Beidelman engaged in sexual harassment and bullying. Beidelman was promoted to principal of Paint Branch High School amid complaints of misconduct. Earlier this week, we learned that Beidelman is no longer with the school system and that school superintendent Monifa McKnight is now fighting efforts to push her out of her job, she says, by some members of the school board. We also got a look at a newly released county inspector general's report on how the school system handles employee misconduct. Let's get the latest on the possible move of the Caps and Wizards out of D.C. and into Alexandria at Potomac Yard. Just hours after team owner Ted Leonsis made his case in an open letter this week, Alexandria city leaders held a second listening session to get community feedback and assure you that you haven't been forgotten in all of this. WTOP's Grace Newton with details. We can't really get to that part where we're designing until we decide as a community if we want to proceed forward with this opportunity. Stephanie Landrum is the president of Alexandria's Economic Development Partnership. She says while monumental sports would run the facility, the city can still utilize the arena. There will be a balance between events that the city can program, things like graduations or community celebrations. In addition to the arena, officials say the plan would create over 5,000 units of housing and a new school on site. But protests continue from both D.C. and Alexandria residents. Just last week, activist organization Don't Mute D.C. held a demonstration protesting the move outside of Capital One Arena. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Tomorrow, the Alexandria City Council is hosting a town hall in which elected leaders will answer questions about the Potomac Yard Entertainment Complex. That starts at 9.30. Well, what do you get one of the richest men in the world for his birthday? The answer is nothing. Amazon founder, Washington Post owner Jeff Bezos.